Hey guys, welcome back. It's Sarah and Narelle, your hopeless, not truthless Bravo recappers from the North. Please help us be a little bit less hopeless and a little more truthful by hitting that follow or subscribe button. Or if you really want to make our week, give us a five-star rating wherever it is that you're listening to us. We appreciate all of you so much. You can also follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at HopelessNotTruthlessPod and talk to us there. I was listening to Tamara's podcast. Mm-hmm. The Teresa Amigas have broken up. They have disbanded, darling. And what? not just disbanded. Friends off. Tamara. Why? Oh, my God. Okay, so. I was kind of shocked. I've heard rumblings, but I haven't really had time to look into it. So Tamara claims, this is all from Tamara, and she did say this publicly, like she had a bit of, bit of an issue returning to do the Trace Amigas show after Shannon's DUI and accident. And I totally Fair. get that. It's a very alcohol-based, driven, sh- driven yeah. show. And so there was like hesitation on her part. And then she's also doing the show Traders. The podcast, they're picking up filming again next week. So she's been busy, and I guess Vicky and Shannon wanted to take the show on the road or do, I don't know, whatever. And Tamara was hesitant. Anyway, they cut off communication with her, basically, she said. Got their tour manager that they hired to text her. When I guess Tamara pulled out at one point, she's like, no, I have too many things happening, blah, blah, blah. She didn't really, like, this is the end of the road of this journey for me. Wow. Vicky didn't text her. She sent her a fucking DM. I guess that was very mean, very nasty. There was a couple DMs. Um, attack One in part was attacking Teddy. And I know how people feel about Teddy. Whatever, teach their own. I, I get it. I don't get it all at the same time calling Teddy ugly and all of these horrible things. And like, okay, Teddy's everything but ugly, maybe. Let's just... Because of this? Yeah. she's. I I think Vicky is so fucking jealous that... What does Teddy have to do with it? Because of the podcast. And they're number one all the time, pretty much. Because of the podcast, that's the reason that Tamara doesn't want to be part of the Tres Amigos? Vicky just hates Tamara being successful, I think, without her. Mm -hmm. Purely jealous. Okay, honestly... Shannon should have been the one to disband the Trace uh-huh. Amigas, I believe. Uh-huh. Not a great environment for her to be going back into. I kind of wonder if that's Tamara's real motivation. I the do The other as motivations well. <laughs> make yeah. more sense to me. A little <laughs> bit more Tamara serving. Wow. Wow. They're not friends at all anymore. At all. They're not friends at all. That's they've what come said. back. They've come back from... You think this is it? I don't know. Tamara tweeted... It felt like I just took a giant dump and like perched oh, herself. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> so like that would I don't know. that would feel really great to read that. Some when, people are you know, questioning because, of course, filming is picking up and yada yada yeah. yada. But I know you always Vicky. gotta wonder about the timing of these things. Yes, and I I do know Vicky is very very jealous. Tamara was asked back, and she wasn't, uh, which I understand. I don't know, but the whole thing is pretty pretty volatile well that's both um surprising but also not yeah surprising. <laughs> yeah good little tidbit sarah mm-hmm. so here's another story i just need to tell you this this is so weird oh oh there was this old man who looked like santa claus and he <laughs> used to hang out at the park with his grandkids across the <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> okay, okay, it's it's a lot. It's not what you think. I I, I hope. Okay, so the park course, across the street from your from house? my house. Yes, parks are. So Sarah's Sarah's house, literally out of your living room yeah. window, your entire view is a children's park, basically. Yeah, yeah, which is great for my son. He loves it. Whatever. He's at the age now where he can use it. Yeah, it sounds like Santa Claus visits. Right? That park as well. That's great. So Cody must love it. He, he, he loved it. <laughs> so Santa, this is about two two summers ago now. Uh, Santa was over there, and suddenly he just starts coming up and talking to me. And I quickly realize that Santa's a racist and a <gasps> sexist and a, and a, and all the bigoted, most horrible oh, shit you no. can imagine came out of this man's mouth to the point where I said, excuse me, sir, 
I don't appreciate your conversation. I gotta go. Like, I actually, for once... Okay. All right. The Mm -hmm. fact that you said that, both Sarah and I are not people who would very easily be able to confront somebody like that. Maybe if I was in a group situation and while drunk, it's Uh very easy for me to do something like that. But if I'm by by myself out in the world Uh and I'm approached by like anything like that, and I think the same for you. Indeed. I'm like a, there's fight, flight, and fawn. It's like the um That's interesting. I've never heard the fawn. The danger sense? Yeah. There's oh. fawn. There's a fourth one as well, freeze. So there's fight, flight, fawn or freeze. And I oh. am either a freezer or a fawner. So to fawn means to like if you're in a situation where you're like incredibly uncomfortable or someone is it triggering you to like panic almost, you fawn all over that person. You like you know oh, oh my gosh too. oh my gosh that's so great oh you're such a racist piece of shit yeah. I, gotcha. <laughs> I see what you're saying oh, actually Lord. you know what like it's 3 p.m i gotta go pick up my son i'm sorry but you have a great day keep okay, bye hopefully see you again yeah that yeah. would be fun and then you run away and you're like holy motherfucking <laughs> shit that piece of fucking shit that's a fawner so the fact that you said that to that man I said by it. yourself in that moment i said it must have Good but for you. And that didn't phase him. Must have been pretty fucking awesome. Oh, okay. Didn't, didn't phase him. Great. Didn't phase him, guys. He didn't give a fuck. And that's when I knew, oh, you're one of those. Okay. So he just kept blabbering, blabbering. And finally, I'm like, Cody, we're heading out. We're leaving. We're, we're fucking running across the street to our house, okay? To the safety of our home. <laughs> He said all of that in front of your son? Oh, in front of his grandchildren. Like, the kids were playing. They didn't hear her. Oh, that's disgusting. But it was so, so disturbing. And it okay. just kept getting worse. So, anyway, he clearly took no notice of my words to him. And I said it, guys. I said, I don't want to hear it. This is very inappropriate. I disagree Good. with you. Whatever. The next day, knock, knock, knock. Stop it. Santa Claus is at my door. I luckily... Saw him walking up my driveway. So I, of course, told Cody, I'm like, Cody, get in your ride. I forget like We pretended we weren't home. <laughs> that was like me when the Jehovah Witnesses yes, come to my house exactly. as a child. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, we saw him around all the time. Every single time I saw him, he'd come out with more and more racist shit. Okay, at that point, I would be fucking livid. Oh, I, w- I was just a straight up bitch. Every time he would yeah. talk to me, I'm like, nope. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't. Yeah, no. It didn't phase him. So there's obviously something. So I avoided Santa Claus. But I haven't seen him around. He died. Fucking, I, Norelle, I was like, oh my God. I don't want to say, I don't want to say it. I do. He died. I hope he died. Did he die? But I was hoping. Yeah, right. I would be. I'm like, yes, he's dead. And how long, how long was he dead for? I don't know, but I, he's alive today, and I saw him, and he's outside oh. of the park picking up garbage, picking up garbage, picking up- To absorb it into his soul. I thought, fuck you. Don't do a good deed, you deceptive monster. I even wrote an anonymous post on my local Facebook <laughs> neighborhood group about this man. Not an anonymous post on the Facebook Warning young mothers about Santa Claus. This is how much I hate this man. Did you refer to him as Santa? Yes. I said he's, I call him bad Santa. (laughs) (laughs) But he's alive. And he's picking up garbage. How ironic. Did anybody else reply? Oh, yes. Who he was and have... Have they had similar experiences? Uh-huh. Because I, I witnessed him doing the same thing he used to do to me, to another uh, another mom at the park. So that I'm like, I've had enough of Bad Santa. You fucking know that his child, like his child, his son or daughter probably read your post. Garrett, that's why I did it. And he lives with one of his children. Of course he does. Of course. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But like... He sucks. Do you know where he lives? Near me, obviously. What What was he going to do at your door? Invite me back to the bar because his grandkids were there. And I'm like, what? I don't want my Oh, I thought he was playing with thought you. he was going to give you like a talking to. Oh, no. He, no, I'm telling you, he doesn't process it. He's the guy that we're setting up our decorations on Halloween, of course, at like five o'clock. We're like in a rush, right? Mm-hmm. And he'll just on stand Halloween? there talking. Yeah, yeah. My God. And he'll just stand there talking because he's an ignorant piece of shit. Wow. 
Okay. Yeah, he's back. You have got some characters in your uh, neighborhood. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I you do. really do. I really do. I can't talk about a few. I but... wish we could talk. I wish we could talk about the ones I want to talk about. <laughs> There's so many. Yeah. Anywho's all, I'll keep y'all posted on Bad Santa. I thought Christmas was over, bitch. That's what I wanted to yell at the window. But I didn't because I'm a wiener. I would have lost it as well if my child was there. It's only when I'm by myself that I fun. If there's anybody that yeah. needs protecting, I go into like mama bear mode. Yes. Honestly, I guarantee if I was there just by myself and encountered that, it would have been a lot harder for me to say, excuse me, sir. This is like, we completely disagree on this. I don't appreciate your... Isn't that so annoying? That's so annoying to me. It's like, I can't, disgusting. I can't protect myself, but I can easily yeah, I protect know. somebody else. I know. And I think that's why a lot of women do tend to start, like, I don't want to say hide behind their kids, but it becomes a part of their identity, which mm. is normal and fine. Instinctive. But it's a weird, yeah. weird thing. It's a weird, strange thing. Mm. Anyway, do you want to talk housewives? Yeah. Speaking of racist pieces of shit, do you want to talk Ooh, No, I'm wow. just <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, actually, we are heading into Beverly Hills. And I feel like there are a exactly. few. <laughs> or should we do? Okay, we always do the boring one first. Can we start? Can we start with a good one first this time? Which I mean, in my Miami in Beach? my opinion, anyways, I see you love both of them. <laughs> I can't. I'm very excited Ew, to get to I... your Beverly Hills uh, recap here. If you really enjoyed that episode, I cannot wait to hear why because I didn't. But yeah. <laughs> let's start with Miami, Miami this week. Let's, let's start go. off with let's a bang. Go. Okay, guys. Real Housewives of Miami. Season 6, Episode 11, Invite Only. Uh, just quickly, nothing much to say here, but Marisol having the medium over. <laughs> I love that. This. Flashback to Lars's face. Oh, <gasps> girl. Who that? Who actually is that? I'm sorry. She was so pretty. And this reminds me. I saw her on Watch What Happens Live like a few days ago. I thought it was Kim. I thought, I swear to you, 15 seconds straight, I'm like, Kim's on Watch What Happens Live? Until <laughs> she started goal, speaking. I think it has to be. She it it went to, to some budget Kim K plastic she surgeons did. though like she saw what kim k had done and then she went to like the budget place around the back in the alley and was like do me the same mm-hmm. but now she's secured the the jordan promise ring oh, so now God. she knows she can secure she's got security so she can go to the kim k i got a promise ring when i was 17 that's about it's cute that's age appropriate. it's cute mm-hmm. it's cute when you're a teenager it's like craig conover giving one to naomi it has stuck with me. It's it's very bad. It's a bad I thing. I think once the teen comes off of your age, it's offensive. Don't. <laughs> no, just don't do it. <laughs> you could get her a necklace or a bracelet or a... Mm. a don't call it... Or just your word. Yep. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I also fucking loved in that flashback when Marisol's mom was uh, <laughs> having like an, a feeling <laughs> of Larsa. And she's like, I think you're very worried about men. And Larsa was like, who, me? Me? No. No, not me. No, my, my kids. My, my kids, my maybe. Not me. I don't. No. <laughs> no. I'm like, mm, yep. Side view, Scotty. I I laughed at the scene a lot because Marisol wants someone to get rid of the cricketiness. Mm. But what killed me the most is when Marisol wanted to sage the room with the personality disordered person spirit who lives in there. So she pulls out a fucking blowtorch, basically, (laughs) and lights up the sage. And the medium's face is like, oh, oh, wow, you're prepared. What was that thumbs up? What is happening? What was that? I thought, was that you? I'm not touching anything. What was that? (gasps) We're... talking is we're talking about spirits and oh no who did that no not me not me i didn't do that what the fuck was that someone (gasps) over my picture a thumbs up happened it was sarah i'm getting the tears (laughs) in my eyes when i get really scared i'm getting the nervous laughter that i get when i'm scared 
you guys, we're all we're both covering our faces right now. I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to leave this in the podcast or not, but during this conversation, <laughs> this has never happened during a Zoom for me ever guys. in my life. But as Sarah was talking, a strange <gasps> thumbs up, it was blue and it was quite large, came up tickles. over her picture and thumbs up to what she was saying. Oh, I feel I feel weird. No, I feel so weird. Okay. What the fuck was that? Okay, we got to carry on and get this done so I can get the fuck out of here. Um, now I'm scared. Okay, just one more note about the the medium and the energy oh, yeah. and that. Sorry, Sarah, because I know you're sitting there with a ghost right now. Um, <laughs> am, am I the only one that thought the medium was picking up on Marisol's energy? Yeah. <laughs> no, we were not the only one. Especially when he was like, I think somebody has a mood disorder. I'm like, yeah. oh. The boys were like, yes. Yes. Oh, I'm I'm on board, actually. All right. Um, so Marisol's mom, we're moving on now. You're stuck in that room with Sarah, but we're going to. I am scared for my life, actually. This is. <laughs> we're going to have to Google that after and yep. find out what the yep. fuck that was. So Julia and Nicole go over to visit Gertie, who is doing pretty well. She's so fucking strong. Yeah. She's waiting for her results at this moment of uh, filming. So they're discussing the Mama Sita lunch and the fact that Adriana never owned that it was her idea to bring Anna or Anna. They both they all say Anna and Anna. So I don't really yes. know what this girl's yeah, woman's name is. They do. So Julia thinks it's going to be a really hard pill for Adriana to swallow. And uh, she's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Julia would know her yep. bestie. Yep. Uh, Gertie gets the invite to Marisol's party while they're all sitting there. And Nicole is the only one who didn't get invited. Hate it. Hate it. That's so fucking awkward because it's – I don't – it broke my heart because she's like i don't care i don't care like i don't need to have these people in my life but she's and like she's fighting crying. back tears yeah like, she obviously she got cares very emotional but i i really agreed with her when she's like these girls never think the best of me mm-hmm. and i want friends who do and i'm like you know what yes girl that sums it up and they don't they do not no, like her that is the truth of it i instinctively don't think nicole knew uh, Anna, Anna was going to cause this much chaos. Yeah. And I think she knows deep down and on a subconscious and a conscious level that Marisol and Alexia are choosing to be angry about this because they don't like her. And they are, as we find out later, but we'll yep. leave that one. Yeah. But it, her reaction definitely made me, made me confirm in my mind. Yeah. Like Dr. Nicole did not want this to happen this no. way so i totally appreciate it and understand it and i felt really bad for her I don't so did like i it. but it's because i'm in love with her i don't yeah, want anything bad to happen she's so cute she is she's so nice oh speaking of is it opposite day because now i'm going to talk about larsa for a minute so going from cute to larsa yeah. it must be yeah. opposite day yeah okay. it's opposite day the only time i don't despise larsa is when she's momming. That's the only time. I'm just going to say it. And when I saw Sophia, I'm like, holy, holy Scotty. Okay. She's so cute, though. The only note that I wrote for this scene was how, like, imagine if fucking Larsa called you her twin. How would you feel? Uh, 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 yeah, what face ago, mom? <laughs> she- don't try that shit, babe. I'm sorry. I would be horrified. Like, Personality-wise, man. Okay. I would be even that's more even worse. horrified if yeah. that's what she meant. How does this man love her? I don't even want to get into it. I don't. But doesn't he seem sweet? And he seems stable? amazing. He seems amazing. I know. He I seems know. so stable. The way that he, you know, is loving her her kids. The way that yeah. he's loving her. He seems like an amazing guy. I don't fucking get it. I don't either. And he's just like. Larsa, come on. The kids are privileged. Like, I was privileged. She's like, no, they're not. And then the producer's like, Larsa, they she's like, fly <laughs> private. She, like, yelled it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you hate her, too. <laughs> I can hear it. We all can't. We, we're all on the same page. Yet she's still on our TVs. So it's fine. We're just learning to cope with it. So moving on, Marisol is having some kind of market in her backyard. Oh, my God. Where? What is, is where do people do this? Find a friend like this? I don't know. I, mean, I Narelle, 
$50,000 in florals alone? No. Okay. Listen, I made a note about this. Where were the florals? <laughs> the arches. Everything that's an arch is expensive. Where was the arch? I don't know. I th- I swear I saw one. No, there was one like pink display, like a little. The table. Those were thingies. feathers. Feather. Yeah. Those were feathers. Those aren't florals. Listen, Marisol, babe, I could have done that for you for like a cool <laughs> 1,000, a cool 1K, okay? No, she, she goes in and I mean, she went up in my friend book for this she party. She got swindled. <laughs> she got swindled. <laughs> There were no florals. I'm fucking, I'm sure of it. Julia arrived oh. in the absolute weirdest fucking way possible. Why is she this what way? Was, <laughs> why is she, why did she, like, what she just saw a dog got run over in the street. <laughs> <laughs> she walks in and her eyes are wide and she's oh, looking around, oh, staring to the point where everybody stops talking and is like, what is wrong, Julia? Kiki's like annoyed. By yeah. her, by this. Yeah. She's like, what is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was insane. Instead of actually spitting it out, because that would have been probably the best housewifey time to do it, because Adriana wasn't there uh-huh. yet. She falters. She missed her opportunity. And Adriana arrives. And um, Alexia made some comment about Nicole having a huge IQ. Like, she has such a big IQ. Mm-hmm. Um, and she knows everybody. And that's how Anna got invited. <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay. All oh, right. I thought she I'm not quite she knew She knew what kind of shit it would cause because she has such a high IQ. I thought that's I mean, what she okay, meant. maybe that's what she meant. I prefer my version. <laughs> I do. I do too. I did love Marisol when Julia was standing there. She's like, oh, I think she's just mesmerized, which is good. Which is good. <laughs> because I, I spent 50000 yeah. on all of these, you know, the, the seven flowers in the background. Go get a cocky and floral. I died. I'm like, Marisol and Alexia, you two are Bam. just, you're in a, on a different planet and I want to be there. <laughs> so do I. For a I visit. Would, well, I would have loved to go to this party. Oh. Yes. Just walk around and get a bunch of free shit. So the ladies sit down to eat. And of course, they start shredding Nicole again. Uh, and Julia turns to Adriana to prompt her. Like, come on, you know, listen, Adriana, Adriana. And Adriana is so fucking nervous. She's like, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You shut In up. Portuguese. No, no. Yes. Yeah. Until she finally fesses up. But nobody fucking cares. Don't matter. Don't matter. <laughs> don't, don't matter. <laughs> because they, they all just want to hate Nicole <laughs> yeah. Adriana said it and even Adriana's like laughing in confessional yeah. like I told them but they, they don't care matter. <laughs> oh my god I, that's where the tears come from for Nicole because she knows it mm-hmm. that Poor is girl. so fucking sad oh, Dude, is it jealousy yes it has, has to, to be. be she's young and fresh and rich and And going yacht shopping and they're all probably having i mean we know lisa is we know the rumors about alexia and todd Mm. like there are some big financial things going on but that is just so fucking sad so sad so sad so at this point lisa arrives two hours late uh she's ready to hold everybody accountable but I don't think anybody has ever managed to hold Alexia accountable for anything ever in her life, ever. <laughs> like, don't even fucking try. She's so good, though. She's so good at not taking accountability. I can't stop. Because I'm you say something, it just bounces right off. Like, it just bounces right <laughs> off of her. She's like Santa. The racist one? Doesn't even absorb it. Oh, yeah. yeah, doesn't absorb it. Just like, bang. I loved yeah. when um, she is repeating super shrill. Why are you so defensive? Why are you so defensive? You're being defensive. Why are you so defensive? And like, actually, I I think that might be you. But then we get that clip of Gertie and she's listening to this whole chaotic mess and everything starts getting blurry. And we find out that she, on the way to the party, she received the news that they didn't get all the margins and she has to go back and have a second surgery. And I guess when she arrived... Everybody must have asked her how she was and that got cut because the only person I saw really ask her was Lisa briefly. Was I saw Kiki. I'm did you? Sure Kiki did ask. And she yeah. said she said she was fine. Like she lied. Yeah, she was okay. She's like, I'm fine because she had just found out in the yeah. Uber on the way there. Like, imagine. The first imagine. people you have to tell 
are these, these flipping crazies on camera. So oh, thank yeah, you. don't don't blame her for that at all. And I felt so bad for her in that moment. Like I I see myself, I would do the same fucking thing if I'm there and you're totally. squabbling over this kind of bullshit. Like I'd the be the same out. thing over and over. And Lisa clearly came in to stir up some drama, and it was obvious. Yeah. And Alexia, of course, just takes the bait because it's Alexia. Like we're talking about a Rolls Royce driving your ex. Who cares? It's not even. Yeah. It's Gertie's right. It's so irrelevant. What I will say, I do not like how Lisa treats Gertie. Uh... She is <laughs> mean to her. She's like, don't yell at me. Don't yeah. yell at me, Gertie. I did Gertie not love was that. Not yelling. I did not love that. And when she found out why Gertie was upset and why Gertie left, uh-huh. um, I don't know if worried or concerned would be the adjectives that I would use. No, I was thinking more along the lines of annoyed, agitated. You know, yeah. stole my moment. Unconcerned. Um, yeah. Not cool. Kiki, too, didn't really seem that concerned. Weird. I didn't take note. Oh. Everybody else walked her to the door to leave, and Kiki and Lisa remained at the table. And Weird. just kind of, they Weird weren't even. Kiki. And is she close with Gertie, though? I don't I know. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think Gertie's closer, like Gertie's best friends with Nicole. And I think Kiki is closer with Lisa and Marisol and Alexia. Oh, I think. Okay. I know Kiki and uh, Larsa and Lisa used to go out all the time. So I see. That's okay. my assumption. But um, hmm. yeah, um, that was that was Miami. It was good. Yeah, I mean, it's always a good show. Yeah. Even though I only like a few of these characters, I still love this show. Is that weird? <laughs> no, because I think Miami does that perfectly. Then we're going to flip over to Beverly Hills where I don't like oh. anybody and I don't like the show. So, yeah. <laughs> but Sarah does. So Sarah's going to perk me up. And okay, gonna we're going to get perky. Yep. Yep. We are going to head over to Beverly Hills now, you guys. And we're going to, you know, talk about those bitches. <laughs> Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, season 13, episode 11, a celebration of life. So right out of the gates, we see Garcelle telling Sutton she's moving past the incident with Dorit. So good for you, Garcelle, for being the bigger person, as per when it comes to Dorit. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also find out that Steve asked Sutton out again. Oh, my God. I'm so happy for her. I do, too. I was, too. I thought it was quite lame, though, how she was like, he has a job. And everybody's like, yay! Like, how fucking low is the bar for men? That's a good point. That that's what we all get excited about. He has a job. Yay! (laughs) That shouldn't be, you know, bare. Yeah, okay. You know what else is amazing, Narelle? The game at the winery. This was a game I... Okay. You didn't? Nope. This is where we disagree. Then this is why you probably liked the episode. And the- I thought it was fucking hilarious. I have a personal vendetta against Housewife Games right now. It's across okay. all of the franchises. It's That's a real fair. sticking point for me. I'm getting very irritated <laughs> every single time. This one did play out very well and it got everybody yes. having fun and everybody was like yeah. very jovial and, you know... We got we to see the this. silly side. We did. So yeah. I will give you that. However, I, f- I feel like it's a trope that they're leaning on and production as well as the women, not just Beverly Hills, this is all franchises, mm-hmm. are getting very lazy and they're relying mm-hmm. on these stupid games. And I'm getting real yeah. annoyed. Okay. Well, especially in Beverly Hills, because remember when they went to this Chippendales? This is like the fifth or, game. Sorry, my... This is like the fifth yeah. fucking game. It's, it's, it is a lot. I did like the end result, though, in this one. For I once, did. it's the I only did. game I have appreciated. Like, I'd rather see another psychic, okay? You know what I think I liked about this episode? We didn't have to talk about the crumbling relationships between these women. Yeah. We didn't have to get too deep in that regard because it was so emotional. I just like seeing them kind of go out and have fun for once, literally the first time all season. Yeah. I mean, Sutton volunteering to lick Kyle's toe. Fast. She's fast. She was fast. There was no other contender. She was almost as fast as Dorit offering to scissor yeah. of Kyle. And Sutton sticking her tongue in Dorit's mouth. <laughs> yep. That, that was another one. I think Dorit or I think um I think Sutton is very eager to prove 
herself as being like a fun, sexually yeah, open person ever so. since the Magic Mike thing. I think so. She's on a mission. One other thing that I wanted to point out, I think it happened earlier in the episode. There's a compilation of how much and how often Kyle likes to shop and buy things. Yeah. And she's buying things every yeah. day. I buy things, you know, at least once a day and blah, blah, blah. And then it was either right before or right after she starts talking about how the main things that make her happy are being out in nature and how she cannot wait to get out of L.A. and buy a house one day and then just go live in the woods and walk her dogs in the forest and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm. then what, bitch? Like, how are you going to how is she going to buy stuff? So conflicted. Yeah, that is the perfect word for Kyle. Uh, you never know with Kyle. Like, and that is the thing. I don't think Kyle knows who she is. And it depends on who no. she's around. And that's why I think Lorraine just from knowing her since being a child, that was probably one of the few people on this earth who actually know mm. Kyle for Kyle. I think you're probably right. And I think that that's what has sent her into a tailspin because that grounding presence yeah. in her life is gone. It is very like it makes so much sense, you know, it does when you actually sit down and think about it. I don't even know what to make of the way she just randomly I mean, seemingly out of nowhere, ask the question of the entire group who would date a woman. She's begging someone to ask her about Morgan. Begging. This is, Kyle is baiting everybody. First of all, with Mauricio this entire season. Now we see her doing it with Morgan. And we know in the confessional from fucking Garcelle, fucking loved the comment where Garcelle was like, I feel like there's a country song in that. <laughs> the confessionals are filmed afterwards. Right. So I don't know if they really do know in this moment, if they're starting to guess or it was just after, but I know Garcelle knew in that confessional. But like, where did that question come from? I'm hoping they cut out the lead up. I'm hoping that these women were, uh, but Dorit asked, like, where the hell did that come from? Yeah. She's not even trying to be subtle. No, no she's not. So, no. uh, and Dorit's on to Why her. not just bring it Dorit's up? Dorit's Just bring it up if you want to talk about it. Seriously. And at the same yeah. time, she's also alluding that Mo was DMing women on Instagram. So. Yeah, and that she's not okay with it and that it's been going on for years. And I found that so fucking annoying how she's like, the women, they're always the aggressors. And I'm like, uh. I know, Do you dude. know that? I... Do you know that for sure? Babe, I don't know. I don't know about that. Like, why is he following them? Mm-hmm. Liking all their pictures. She said that multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Kyle. Just say it. Just say it. If you really want to, because I feel like you really do. I do too. And it was very obvious when they asked her back, like, well, would you? There's something about the way her mouth moved or the way her face moved that she was like, you know, maybe that uh, there was a lie. Like if she was attached to a lie detector, that thing would have been flying <laughs> off the Richter scale. Did she say maybe or yes? I thought she said yes. I thought she said I would. I think she said, yeah, maybe I would. Okay. She definitely said, yeah, maybe because she made this little mm. maybe look that I was like, oh, you lying. So you don't think she was lying? No, she's lying. That She absolutely would. She already is. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what I'm like. <laughs> what? Because I, I think she absolutely is. Yes. I think she already yes. is. I think she in this moment, is. for sure, she is. So, of course, we see Garcelle and her boys, and she's making a lasagna. Oh, I was just going to say. <laughs> I was just going to say, are we even going to talk about Garcelle? There's only the one boys. thing I want to talk about. And yeah. Garcelle made a beautiful lasagna dinner, and Jade, the little disrespectful punk, comes in <laughs> and pours himself a bowl of cereal. And as a woman okay. who makes lasagna from time to time and knows how much work that is, I thought, how dare you, Jade? You know what? We do not know if Garcelle made that <laughs> from don't. scratch, first we of all. <laughs> I kind of feel like she probably didn't. <laughs> I did see her smearing cheese. Okay. She was smearing ricotta. Oh, she was smearing ricotta? Okay. All right. Okay. I might give you that then. Maybe she didn't make it from scratch. So you have been a mother who has made lasagna. Okay. And you know how hard it is. But you know what? We have not been teenage boys. And I know that they do get very <sighs> okay. hungry. Okay. Okay. I'll give them a pass. The one thing I noted down about them is the whole bringing up the sex talk uh-huh. on camera when they're 15 like years old. I think you might be like you missed the boat, babe. If you're exactly. talking to your kids about sex at 15 and, and I don't even care if you're lying. Like if you guys had this conversation years ago, 
Uh, the fact that you're trying to make it look as if you're having that talk for the first time at 15, you're failing your kids at that point. <laughs> but did they? Because they're like, ew, ew, gross, nasty. I don't know. So it's like, I I, I just, I'm, I don't, I'm going to be nice. New year, new me. Okay, guys, we're just going to carry on. Just like Erica okay. and Lent. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Only about this one thing. Because <laughs> I love Garcelle, but yeah. Okay, so Dorit and PK, oh, the counseling. He does not understand her PTSD at all. Zero. Zilch. No, and I don't think she likes him very much. Not right now. I do think there's love there in a weird way between both of them. But It's tough because, okay, I think PK probably put a lot of thought into that god-awful pretty woman thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's what I'm going to okay. call it. Just unfortunately, he doesn't seem to know his wife very well and how she's evolved. So he put a lot of thought into what could be a romantic thing for somebody. So when you first start dating, maybe. Unfortunately, he put no thought into Dorit specifically. So she's upset by his lack of personal thought towards her. And he's upset by her lack of gratitude for all of the effort he did go to. And it seems like they just keep clashing over these kinds of misunderstandings. Mm -hmm. The comment he made about when does high maintenance blend with PTSD uh -huh. was... I was going to ask you... Do you okay. think he he is making a little bit of a valid point there? Well, here's my feeling. Hopefully it answers your question. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. So PK is thinking like his he's juggling his job and his travel while trying to keep the missus happy, I think is mm -hmm. how he put it. And that something has to give, obviously insinuating that that something is Dorit and his relationship with her, because that's always the first thing to go, unfortunately, usually anyways. And I just think times have changed for them as a couple. So when Dorit was young and bubbly and physically yeah. flawless, Without having to spend hours of glam, and PK was rich and powerful without being stressed out all the time and without being mean and cruel, mm -hmm. and actually, in reality, probably quite broke and poor, they were probably a lot happier. But now they're both grappling with who they've ended up with. I see. Take away the money, and yeah. I think it changes the dynamics entirely. Yeah. I yeah. absolutely do. Hmm. And I think Dorit is struggling with that. And I think that the person, I just, I don't think they are in love with who they are currently. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's probably something a lot of marriages go yeah. through. So yeah, I mean, highs and lows for sure. You know, maybe they will be able to grow together through therapy. But at this point in time, uh, it's not looking great. I hope they can work on it. We shall see. We shall see for old PK and Dorit. I mean this in the exact way that it's going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I don't think either of them can do any better. I agree with you. <laughs> so. I, I do. I agree with you. They do seem made for each other in a very weird way. And whether yeah. it's, I don't know, tolerance. Whether they can get back to each other yeah. will remain to be seen. So we're going to move on to the celebration of life. Oh, can I say something real fast? Oh, yeah. Kyle and the Nat, they pick up Morgan for the celebration of life. The Nat is back, baby. And she's not afraid to tell that to Garcelle's face immediately. What was that? I. This is why I think... Teddy handles it well. She can laugh at herself in some regard, you know? It's It struck me more as she knew she was going to see Garcelle and she decided beforehand that that's what she was going to say. Yes. And she just blurted it out immediately. Absolutely. That was pre-planned. <laughs> Garcelle's like, hi. And she's like, the gnat is back. And I'm like, oh my God. Just not even going <laughs> to ease your way oh into it, eh, girl? So awkward. <laughs> what did you think of Morgan and Kyle's dynamic this episode? Uh, I was a little bit calmer, which I, uh -huh. which I liked. That made me feel a little bit less, um, a little I don't less know, flashy. a little less weird. Maybe my favorite part was when they first arrive at the uh, space, the event or whatever, and 
the event planner comes up to Kyle and she's like, oh, so we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And then Kyle like holds her hand up. Hold on. I have to listen to this song. And she like closes her eyes and like starts singing along as Morgan is doing a fucking sound check. I, the fangirling was insane. mentality. Okay. And I can say that as a former groupie for a former (laughs) ex-boyfriend who used to do this. And I look back on myself and the groupie mentality I used to exhibit Kyle, girl, stop. It that is exactly what it looked like to me. And so yeah. Kyle's creepy. I loved Dorit's horror when she sees Kyle feeding a fruit skewer to Morgan, though. That was that was my favorite part. <laughs> She's like, this is how rumors begin, <laughs> Kyle. She's so right. <laughs> I don't know if I would even bat an eye Maybe at a not. couple friends sharing some fruit well if there weren't rumors already i guess no that's true if the rumors had not already started yeah maybe could you imagine if i was like here you are darling we're <laughs> shoving a fruit skewer in someone's mouth i don't know uh, if i saw I, you do yeah. it i'd be like i can't believe that mo didn't even come I to this know. i know out of out of everything that's the biggest he should have nail in the coffin yeah i think yeah he's yeah. done they're done. They are very done. All right. Question. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck did eight and a half bring up the esophagus again? <sighs> Out of nowhere. They were having a conversation. Her, Garcelle, and Crystal were sitting there having a perfectly pleasant conversation. And she's like, yeah, yeah. Anyways, listen. Sutton. I'm sorry. I have to say it. The esophagus. <laughs> I, and Garcelle's like, I need to ask, why do you care? It's not very Beverly Hills of you. Like, why do you care? And it <laughs> she is so, It she has no storyline. And I think she thinks this is sticking. That's how I feel. Like, I guess. Shove Sutton's narrow esophagus up your butt. Okay. Anne-Marie or Anna-Marie or whatever your name is. Like, she is doing research on her own time. It's She's just... talking to doctors, reading all of her medical books. You know what? I did a quick 10-second Google uh-huh. as she was explaining all of that. Mm-hmm. The first thing that comes up is the fact that this does exist. Yeah. And that it does affect your eating. Google it's... narrow esophagus. Can can somebody have a small esophagus is what I Googled. <laughs> Why do people keep getting them stretched? Everyone's like, oh, yeah, I had someone I know who got it. Anyway, she sucks. Okay? She's lame. She really does. And the implication of the eating disorder being the reason. Oh, Crystal is mad. And you say that to fucking Crystal? But she doesn't know Crystal. She doesn't know any of them. She's been fucking... Except Kyle is up her butt, too. Like, ham-hawked into this season. That's not the right... Ham-fisted. <laughs> That's the right... Mm. She's been ham-fisted into this season. She doesn't fit. Earlier on, I noticed she asked them when they were shopping, like... Who's the biggest shopper of the group? And I'm like, yeah. ah, so you don't know Kyle at all then. Right. You're not actually friends with Kyle at all, or you would have known that that was Kyle. She doesn't know any of them. She's been stuck into this season with no ties. She's desperately trying to make somebody's esophagus her fucking storyline. So lame. I think it's very clear that the producers and the editors have cut her out of this season as yeah. much as possible as well, which thank fuck. Honestly, the dynamics are so off and she's got nothing. She's bringing nothing, 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 doing nothing for me. I, okay. She's a fucking idiot because she's like, I never said just eating disorder, Crystal. Those were your words. And Crystal's like, are you, are you fucking? I love Crystal's face. Yeah. What? And it said like 20 seconds earlier. (laughs) Eating disorder. Literally. Oh my God. I can't Um, stand her. No, no. I hate her. Okay. Did you notice Sutton arrives to the event and someone is helping her out of the car, but they like a very tall, handsome man, but they had his face blurred. Do you think that's her kissing buddy? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I was like, oh, is it? I mean, good on you. I mean, I didn't see his face, but this is. How do you know? It doesn't matter. You're just going from height. You are a heightist. It's the whole, the whole look besides the face. Yeah. Okay. Huh? No, I did not notice. Oh, Interesting. That could I would be. Love to know. I wonder how he feels about Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah, Is that his name? Stuart. Will she get Steven? Sh- Steve. Will she get her driver to pick up her for her date? Oh. Oh, surely not. <laughs> surely not. That would be terrible. 
Sutton got very emotional this episode and it was nice. Like, I hate to say this, but to see her vulnerable reminded me of Sutton a few seasons ago and I, or last season even, like, I think we needed a bit of like true emotion from her and you mean emotional like during the song oh, dur- no more so during or the speech yeah 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 she kind of got emotional during both i did like that as well because i think it's very important that we see the connection the emotional connection between yeah. these women because it really emphasizes the reality of the situation so then when we have someone like Anne marie i'm sorry it's fucking annoying because it is a reality to it yeah, but seeing Sutton, I I agree. I like one dimensional emotional. Yeah, um, so weird weird song choice. No, <gasps> right, Morale. right. Okay. I'm talking about. I was this the same one she sang in her practice? I loved when Kyle's like Morgan's lyrics like really spoke to me. The lyrics were. You say I'm too young for you. You're scared I'm too right for you. And I'm like, what? stop. When I wrote it that? down. When That wasn't in this episode? Yes. What? During the rehearsal or warm up or whatever. Oh, my God. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, I did not catch that. I looked up the lyrics to this song all okay, about okay. laying me down on the kitchen floor and like, <gasps> hold on. I'm going to look it up right now because I've forgotten in my lidocaine infused mind. Lay me down on the kitchen floor. Lay me down on the. I will fucking say that Morgan's a fucking babe. She looked particularly good this episode. So I'm just gonna read this to you. Take me away by Morgan Wade. Um, if I could go let down my hair, would you take off those clothes you wear and hold me here tonight? If I can learn to trust someone, my heart—it's like a loaded gun. Tell me what? it will be all right. Um. Yeah. Lay me down on the floor in your kitchen. Show me. Show my angry heart what I've been missing. Blah blah blah. She's saying this at Lorraine's memorial. Memorial in front of her mother. Celebration of life. The woman okay. in me. She needs the lover in you. I think you know what to do. Um. Yeah. So, like, I get mm. having a singer. I'm not. Uh, yeah. I'm not faulting in any way having your famous singer friend come on and sing a song i am however faulting that famous singer singing her own yes original song that has nothing to do with a friend passing you do a cover song of lorraine's favorite song you ding dong fucking exactly i thought it was incredibly weird and kyle was just fanny it just felt like a promo for morgan yes it did that's so sad kind of gross but so sad. Yeah, it really is. It's not okay. I would have fucking loved to see her do like an amazing grace or something, you know, just a classic thing. Yeah, that would have been I would have, you know, heartfelt. Yep. Love it. But this was like, okay, that's mm, nope. Don't nope. I don't get it. No. And I I hate that on this event, Kyle did this. Okay, do Mm -hmm. it at a party, do it wherever. Not this event. I was originally kind of like, weirded out by like the photo shoot that was happening and they had a step and see yeah. and I think this was probably less of a uh it wasn't a memorial it was a year after yes yeah and it was probably more to do with the charity than it was to do I think because of the step okay. and see is what okay. was making and the photo oh shoot and maybe Kyle just kind of hijacked it a little bit you know what okay I need to be easier on her because she's still put it together and stuff but yeah. i just no. can can we put morgan down for a night and not have her there on the kitchen floor <laughs> kyle ends the episode by saying she doesn't want to waste a day spending time she that with people who she doesn't want to be around and people who don't appreciate her gee that wasn't direct was it i mean honestly good for her yeah, yeah. same Good for you, Kyle. That was the vibe I felt. Yeah. I don't really love the way she's going about it, but I do love that for her. You know what? I I mean, she's been with Mo since she was young, right? And Farah, her eldest, she's 36 or something. Yeah. So Kyle's, I don't think that old. I mean, she's been locked down for years. Maybe this is just like a 
teenage rebellious, like I'm living out my teenage years, you know? Yeah. You get to a point of life where, you know, your kids start leaving. You're on a new, uh, what's precipice of middle-aged, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like you're changing. changing. Okay, you're evolving. And then something so catastrophic and life-changing happens. You lose your grounding person who kept you grounded, who's known you forever, who knows everything about you. And you're left looking around to see what is left. Like my kids are gone. My best friend in the whole world is gone. What do I have left? Oh, this cheating piece of shit beside me who isn't holding my hand through the hardest part of my life and who has cheated on me every goddamn day on time marriage. (laughs) Every goddamn day. (laughs) I do not blame Kyle whatsoever for being like, I'm done. Like she's paid her dues in this marriage. She has. I just, am seeing Mo's behavior. Uh, and those teeth. You know what? Like you, you. Sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and those teeth. But like the way he's going out, yeah. those pictures and videos coming out of, you know, the partying he's doing and the age young, of the people. I mean, young. To, I can't women. fault him for that, really, because Kyle's doing that I as guess. well. The same age of women. But, but it's but. just like, I think we all think he's already had his fill. So. Yeah. Just. During the entire marriage. I just, I don't blame Kyle whatsoever. I just wish she could have gone about it a little bit more honest and upfront because that's been her mantra for a fucking decade. But, um, who is, who am I? Who am I to try to dictate to somebody? (laughs) Maybe she just needs the punishment of it a little bit. So to punish Mo is a bit of that motivation. Oh, I think she enjoys that aspect of it a little, like she has to. The tattoo and the, you know, I'm going out with I, my girl. Absolutely, Bye. going out with my girlfriend. She's actually on her birthday trip right now, with a whole Where? bunch. I believe Mexico. Is it? Oh, I was gonna say it's probably in the forest, right? The <laughs> hiking. That that's what makes her so happy. Uh, that's where you would go. Yeah, yeah. Not a fancy five star resort. All inclusive, I'm mm. sure. Um, mm. Teddy's there, and Morgan is also there so mm, just the three of them or no there's a bunch of other friends any other housewife no no, no Anne marie no surprised i don't know if you won me over about this being a good episode <laughs> there um, was highs and lows <laughs> there was actually moments though that i enjoyed good talking about it with you more than i thought okay. so okay. that's that's, that's a, a lot actually <laughs> oh here's my kitty Oh, you have good timing because I'm ending. Did he just wake up? He did. What time is it? Oh, 1.47, 13 minutes before lunch. Oh, yeah. He's gearing up. This cat knows. He's angry. He's about to hit the microphone, y'all. Here he comes. Okay. Yep. You guys are probably hearing some sounds. Well, we should probably end it there, I guess. Let's do it. Oh, head bonked the microphone. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) Mac, I love you, but you're ruining everything. (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing and all of the love that we've gotten lately we appreciate and love you guys so much yeah thanks for your messages your tags we love hearing from you guys so please reach out anytime and we'll catch you next week but until then stay truthful but not hopeless bye love you bye mac Mac, Mac is so just purring up a storm right now. He is so stinking cute. I can't. He's so big. No, he's small. He's just a small baby. Mm-hmm.